0: We are Lost Levels Club. We are Lost Levels Club. We are Lost Levels Club. High five. High five. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm always up for a high five. So do we have to say spoilers for Majora's Mask?
1: Oh yeah, we do have to say spoilers for Majora's Mask.
0: We should also say who you are. Who the, who, who the hell are you?
1: I am Mike. <laughs> this seems like boring.
0: I'm Ting. You're Sir Michael, it's not
1: just Michael. So, so, yeah, I'm Sir Michael, pretentious dickhole. And you are... Ting. Ting. The simpleton.
0: (laughs) The panda. Your faithful manservant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, okay, fine. We can go go with that.
0: So Majora's Mask.
1: Majora's Mask. It was your pick. (sighs) Are you happy with your pick? Are you glad you finally played it? And completed it?
0: I'm glad I played it. I'm glad I completed it. I'm glad I chose it. I'm just. You just didn't enjoy it. I'm not glad on the platform I chose it on. To be
1: clear as well, you finished it. You chose it and you finished it because it got 95 on Metacritic.
0: Yes. Yes, I did.
1: And you played it on a platform it got 95 on Metacritic on.
0: No. Well, I don't, well you yes. emulated it. Yes, so. I emulated it. That didn't work out for me. No. No. I didn't enjoy it. At one stage, I thought. You were there. I thought, fuck this shit.
1: Oh, that was so funny, yeah, because you did stream it. And I was watching your stream and thinking, this is painful. Why are you doing this? Why would you do this to yourself? Go into detail later, but...
0: <laughs> it's one of those moments where you're so stubborn with your own principles, you refuse to do what any normal human being would do. You know, rather than make your life easy and accept defeat, I think through principle... I continued.
1: I think it was just a critical lack of foresight as well, because you didn't even slow play the. This is getting into detail, but you didn't even play the slow down time song, so you only had an hour, seventy two minutes, seventy two minutes. So you only had seventy two minutes to finish this quite complicated sequence of events where you had to run back and forth due to your own stubbornness. Anyway, yeah. more on that later.
0: But so, you had you had no initial comments. You didn't feel strongly about anything.
1: Well, uh, I played it on three DS. So I played the remake. On the 3DS you had lying around. I own a beautiful, I own a beautiful uh, golden black Zelda Link Between Worlds themed 3DS. Gold and black? The clamshell is gold but the back is black and it's got a gold triforce in the front and a black triforce
0: on the bottom. So this is the one they, they show on Rick and Morty?
1: Yeah, this is, when I watched that episode of Rick and Morty and they go, we got to buy them! And I was thinking, I have that 3DS! <laughs> I bought that 3DS to play Link Between Worlds. That's the only reason I bought a 3DS was to play Link Between Worlds because I was so excited. But now I've also played, obviously, Majora's Mask on it. Yay. So it's just a Zelda 3DS.
0: <laughs> we can start with um stats. Laugh we'll a bit of stats. I love fucking stats. Unfortunately, we couldn't go through the achievements because there are none. <laughs> Thank goodness. But we can talk about heart pieces, masks, hours played, hours played. I had. I ended up with 12 heart pieces, I got 16 masks, and I played, I think it's 37 hours.
1: I played a similar amount of time to you, I think I played 33 hours, so similar order of magnitude, 24 masks, 14 hearts, and I did all the great fairies. Oh, Because okay, I- you missed the last fairy?
0: Because you have to come back out of the temple?
1: Uh, yes, you do. Okay because so, there are some that you only unlock reversing it, and you got to flip it back to pick them up
0: because I I lost track of it it just did my head in one I, I tried to do it as part of just going to the boss but at some stage I thought actually I think I need to reverse it again and I thought I'm not doing this so up to the water temple no the great great bay temple I was playing it quite thoroughly but after that I had to I decided to just focus on mainlining the quest it took me 20 hours to get to that stage and I thought actually I need to finish this at some point.
1: Now, nah, being a dick, I'm going to say you said you played it quite thoroughly, but you only had one bottle. <laughs> and this one bottle is the cause of your endless woe. I'm, I don't... Not, I'm not sure when it is a good time to discuss this because it's kind of like a game design game designing kind of moment, but there is a bit where you have to pick up seven things. Four. 4 is 4 and then 3, isn't it? More
0: than 3, yes.
1: And so, you only had one bottle.
0: Do you want to talk about this now?
1: Yeah, let's not talk about this now. <laughs> talk
0: about later. No, so the difference was, is, you've played it before, and you also got all the bits and pieces. So you were able to... Some of your battles were a lot easier than mine.
1: I did play Majora's Mask when it first came out in 2000. And as a result... Actually, it's quite funny how much of it I'd forgotten. Or how much of it I'd remembered incorrectly. But there were obviously chunks that I did remember. And also because I played it before I just felt no guilt about looking things up. So there were times when I was like oh screw this I'm just going to look it up. I can't be bothered.
0: But you were away when you were playing this?
1: I was away but I had data. Okay. Yeah and also there's a hint system in the game. So anytime you want on the 3DS version you can go back to the clock tower. And there's a giant one of those shaker stones that tells you the time. And you can crawl into it and it will just tell you exactly what to do next.
0: To achieve 100% or just to continue the quest? I
1: think it, te- it definitely tells you how to finish the story. And I think it even tells you about the of Heart Pieces.
0: Well, you, you guys really have it easy nowadays, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll talk about it later. We'll yeah. talk about how much I hate. Hate? Old games nowadays.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I think you've come full circle. Yes. Come full circle. You've done a one eighty. Yes, okay. you've done a one eighty. Is the correct phrase. Yeah.
0: So I wanted to start about with the bosses because they're a big. Are they a big part of Zelda? Yeah, Zelda. The franchise bosses
1: in Zelda as a franchise are definitely a big part of it. Yes. You in the notes have taken the slightly insane stance of saying, "What other games have bosses? Only Zelda." And Dark Souls, and it's like no, like loads of things have bosses. You just never play them because yes. they're not Championship Manager three. Thank
0: you. They're not sport Yeah, they're not, you don't have bosses in sports games.
1: Bosses are a staple of RPGs.
0: This boggles the mind. Dragon Age has these.
1: Yeah, Dragon Age definitely has bosses. You've definitely there are definitely like oh, massive yeah. set piece fights where you have to fight some demon or fight some lord of something. Do you, uh, you've played Dragon Age Origins and finished it.
0: No, I've not finished it.
1: Okay. But there are definitely bosses in it. They're not as in your face of, this is a boss fight now, I guess. Even Destiny has bosses. Yeah, destiny, Destiny's destiny got freaking bosses. But Destiny's arguably trying to be an RPG again.
0: But do the bosses follow the same flow? Define... You know, for instance...
1: Yeah, with multiple phases and... Yeah, think about it, like Atheon and you have to do the time gates, you have to do the thing. I mean Destiny is trying to be an MMO, so they're kind of MMO boss tropes. Where you've got multiple people having to do different things in different phases, but Zelda style bosses are very much you've got this item in this dungeon, so you're gonna have to use that item to beat the boss. I don't know. It feels like you're trying to say something here, but I'm not quite sure what you're trying to say.
0: I don't feel the like Zelda bosses are Recreated in any in any other game? Can I say that? I
1: think you just haven't played any of the other games where they are in.
0: So, what games have very similar boss fights to Zelda? I believe Dark Souls would, because it's so combat-heavy.
1: I'm trying to think of other action RPGs, because that's what it really boils down to. But now I'm trying to think of it, my mind has gone completely blank.
0: <laughs> I guess Ark, the Arkham. Games must have this. Arkham
1: games have boss fights, yeah, of course. You, you played Arkham City, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. When you fight the Joker, Mr. Freeze, for example. Mr. Freeze is like a mechanic heavy boss fight. You can't just punch him, you have to do a very specific thing.
0: Oh, that's okay, then yes, that's what I'm talking about. Maybe you're right, I just don't play enough of the right games. You're definitely in a better place to answer this one than I am.
1: I don't really feel like there was anything special about the bosses. I mean, there's certainly. Zelda bosses do kind of have a charm of their own. And these were all classic Zelda bosses, I guess. But I don't think boss fights have changed that much for games that have boss fights. But I just think that you have n- you personally don't normally play the sort of games that do have boss fights.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair.
1: I, on this bit, mentioned Deus Ex Human Revolution for a game where they kind of shoehorned boss fights in, where they really didn't work. In the sense that they totally broke the flow of the game in a bad way. But I think in Zelda, you almost look forward to the boss fights. You know there's going to be a boss fight at the end of every temple. It's a chance to show off your skills with the new item, or there's going to be some interesting mechanic that's a bit different. And they're good set-piece, dramatic things as well, like epic fights that are quite memorable. And you mentioned Dark Souls, and with Dark Souls, certainly, it yeah, memorable, epic
0: set pieces. For some reason in my mind, bosses had become some tired mechanic and they were out of favour, but that that's definitely not, this well, doesn't seem to be the case I now. think
1: it depends a lot on your setting because I think this was the problem you do have in, you know, even The Division has bosses, thinking about it, but this is a problem for games that have a more realistic setting because the problem with Deus Ex and of The Division and whatever is, you've got essentially a human person and you're having to unload dozens of rockets into them or entire clips from a heavy machine gun and they're still just like standing there and their health bar is going down and it's ridiculous whereas for a game like zelda where you're a guy holding a sword and there's some crazy mystical beast it doesn't seem unreasonable that you have to shoot it full of arrows or throw bombs at it and smack it with your sword dozens of times and again dark souls the size of you as a human Protagonist versus this enormous dragon. It's not unreasonable that you'd have to sit there wailing on it with your sword for half an hour. Half an hour's exaggeration, but you know what I mean. So, bosses, I think, in fantastical settings, are much more common and work much better. And I guess you, you generally prefer more realistic games, don't you? Whereas I obviously quite enjoy fantasy, sci-fi madness. So that's probably the
0: difference. And then one of my other notes I've made here is. How did I feel about them? Looking back, I didn't really enjoy them. But maybe for the very point you just made. I play games in a more realistic setting, so I don't...
1: You don't encounter them that often, or when you do, they're, they're a big suspension of, of belief. It's ridiculous that someone's going to get
0: shot this many times. So maybe you're in a better position to say the bosses are okay, just okay. Is that what you said?
1: Yeah, well, they the bosses in the 3DS version as well, they changed them. They tried to make them... They did try to modernise them a bit more. Because I think it was always quite vague in Majora's Mask what exactly you were meant to do to hurt the boss. They didn't necessarily have an obvious weak point. And I remember just running around and like speculatively trying to hit it with my sword because so I'm not sure what I meant to do. So they very obviously gave all of the bosses a massive eye in the 3DS version. A big eye comes out and you always have to hit the eye with your sword or an arrow or something. So it's very obvious what you're meant to do to damage the boss. And once you've damaged the boss a little bit, it will switch to a second phase which is new for the 3DS version not so much i think for the first couple of bosses but i know that the the fish georg that boss there's a whole underwater section of the of the boss fight where you have to break the chains holding floating mines and like get him to inhale the mines though so that was i mean which is really different and i thought really fiddly and actually not that much fun but it was different and new
0: i also had a problem with that georg even though it's meant to be easier than the 3ds version because
1: i thought on the 64 i don't remember exactly but i thought you just shoot loads of arrows at it and just dodge it and shoot loads of arrows at it
0: you have to jump in to tease it towards you is that right oh no you shoot the arrow but then you have to go down and hit it oh okay you have to stun it with the arrow but then you have to go in and and punch it yes and then getting out of the water is just a pain
1: yeah the mechanics for quickly getting out of the water if you time it right it's really elegant because you kind of breach out the water like a dolphin and then flop back onto land. But yeah, it's really easy to get it wrong and you just miss and smack straight into the wall and then you have to climb out and your camera's all messed up and yeah.
0: The camera, yes. The camera. It's really interesting because this
1: is a 3D game without camera controls. The only thing you can do with the camera is flip it behind your character. I think on the 3DS version, if you've got one of the new 3 dss that has two analogue sticks then you can use the second analog stick to move the camera or you've got a circle pad pro but i don't have one of these so i was in the same boat as you and i did try and play it on the emulator a bit just to try and remind myself what the game was originally like and the problem was when you're playing it on the emulator you've well i'm certainly not plugging in an n64 controller i've got an xbox 360 controller and i think you're using a dualshock 4 yeah so we've both got two analog sticks and It has mapped the right analog stick to the camera buttons, the C buttons on the N64 pad. But that means that I'm just automatically trying to control the camera with the right analog stick and constantly (coughs) using my items in confusing ways.
0: Did you want to talk about any other battles? Mm, Any other battles? Bosses. I'm
1: trying to think if there's any that were particularly memorable or different.
0: Because you had all the items, your battles were really easy, is that right?
1: The final battle, yeah. Because I had all the masks. You get a special mask for having all of the other masks that makes you superpowered. It calls you Fierce Deity Link. And you get a special sword that shoots energy beams. And the final battle is like a complete joke in that form.
0: I just wondered if I invested all my time in looking for items, I would have spent less time fighting these stupid bosses. I, I say stupid bosses. I did really enjoy them. What you know, As frustrating as they were, when I succeeded... I, it felt good.
1: I do kind of feel like you missed the point
0: as usual. <laughs>
1: like I I'm just like, Ting, you're playing it wrong. You played Ocarina of Time. Yeah. And did you enjoy it? Yeah. You really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, but I spent more time exploring Ocarina. I did mainline the quest towards the end. Yeah,
1: because Majora's Mask is definitely a game that rewards exploration. You've got this sandbox in both time and space where you can explore what happens over these three days and then reset the clock and do it again. And the things you can find, because you've got this time resetting mechanic, it's quite interesting because there are lots of things that they can do that you couldn't do in a normal Zelda game where you can permanently close off quest lines, but they're not really permanently closed off. They're closed off until you reset the clock. And I guess they couldn't do that in Ocarina of Time because they don't want you to have to replay a 60-hour game or whatever it is. Whereas Here, you've got the choice. You can give this item to this person or that person. And obviously, you can only give it to one of them until you reset the clock and do it again. There's lots to explore and lots to see and trying to complete the notebook and make everyone happy. And I feel like you didn't really do that too much, especially the signature quest, which is reuniting Andrew and Cafe.
0: I think you're right. So when I started off, I really saw the time mechanic as... Something that opened up opportunities to me. And I was trying to work out what was going on with people's lives and what they needed. But then after the Water Temple and I just wanted to just finish it, it felt like that time had become a nuisance. So you're right. It's my attitude towards it that changed.
1: I think maybe the problem is because you were trying to play it for the book club and you you felt like you had to finish it on this time schedule and you couldn't just take it at a leisurely pace. Well I guess the other difference is when did, when I played it I probably just didn't have that much else to do and it was like the only game I was playing and I just spent like 60 quid on it so of course I was going to put a lot more effort in. To a certain extent you get out what you put in.
0: I just wonder if that's something we can say for all games these days is that they're all going to be consumed in this unfortunately
1: There are so many more games to play.
0: Yeah, they're all going to get consumed like this where people are just trying to mainline stuff just to get out of the way and move on to the next one.
1: I think also the thing is, it's quite a strange game in the sense that it's both deep and not deep. You have to put quite a lot of effort in to puzzle things out. Who's going to be here? Who's going to be there? What time? And it doesn't actually hold your hand very much at all. But the rewards are not that deep either. It's not like there's this massively compelling story and you're piecing it together and it's all interlocking. You've got lots of quite disconnected stories. And you had to put in a lot of work to find them. And who has the time?
0: Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a shame neither of us has played The Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> so I really want to know, you know, how they compare, you know.
1: The, yeah. You know, The Witcher keeps coming up. The Witcher keeps coming up because The Witcher keeps coming up. Oh, sorry, I keep saying The Witcher keeps coming up.
0: Well, it it keep, does keep coming up.
1: It keeps coming up in the context of maybe the successor to this is The Witcher. We keep hitting this. I think we really do need to play it. Everyone is raving about it.
0: Yeah, I know. But it's a beast. It's a fucking beast. And. <sighs> yeah,
1: well, it's going to be want... what? Three Majora's Masks? You're looking at 90 to 100 hours. I know someone who recently just finished it and they put in 105.
0: We can do it. We can do something different if we think it's important enough.
1: Well, I'm going to play Dark Souls first, sorry, but... So am I. (laughs) We should try it. Okay. If only so we can stop saying, well, I wonder if The Witcher is the answer to this.
0: Because it really could be.
1: Yeah, because I heard global warming is a problem, but The Witcher might solve it.
0: (laughs) Uh Ah. Something else I came across through my frustration is I was wrong. Not for the first time.
1: This podcast is just nothing but a succession of both of us going, oh, so I was wrong. We're both just constantly wrong. Who's right?
0: Well, it's fine. uh, I don't know. You don't have to be right. Maybe that's what makes us who we are. We're just wrong.
1: We're both wrong. Yeah, terrible. Okay, so what were you wrong about this time, thing?
0: The original version is never the best version. So I really wished I'd played on 3DS. Because I did offer you my 3DS. You couldn't. You, I couldn't take your 3ds because
1: I. Because I, I think the other option was going to be that I would play it for five minutes and just get a feel for it again, and then you would just borrow the 3ds and play it, and I'd play something else. Yep. But yeah, obviously, in the end, we both played it all the way through. And quality of life improvements. I tried playing on the emulator, the original N sixty four version again, and yeah, it's so janky. It's really clunky. It doesn't help that the emulation is not perfect either. So you're constantly second-guessing yourself, like, did this happen because it's an emulator, or did this happen because it just works like that in the game? I think, as well, the controller, it just feels really unnatural. Some N64 games, playing them on, you know, a modern twin-stick controller, is going to be alright, but this is one where it just doesn't really work very well at all, I don't think. Because... If you've only got one analogue stick... Not having a separate camera control will not feel so unnatural, and you need—you really need the six face buttons. You need the three yellow arrow buttons for your items, and the context-sensitive one, and the and the sword button. It just doesn't—it just feels really unnatural without that, Or, or maybe just the mapping is wrong. It might actually be that it's okay, and just the default mapping on the controller is wrong. I'm trying to think how I played these things through before when I've played N64 games on a twin stick controller.
0: You, you're not comfortable with having the second stick mapped to the C buttons? No,
1: it just feels really wrong to me. I'd rather it wasn't mapped at all. Interesting. I think a more natural mapping would be to have, say, using PlayStation controller terminology, to have square and X mapped to A and B, to have triangle and circle mapped to the left and down yellow buttons, and to have R1 mapped to the right yellow button on the n64 and what's and then map r2 to r perhaps and then just allow
0: the up c button we can't just allow the up c button okay you can do it the other way well no
1: it's quite funny you say that but there is no up c button on the 3ds version you can only look if you're using the camera
0: I don't know what that means, if you're using the camera. So you
1: know there's you know there's the camera item, the pictograph box that lets you take a picture. Oh, I see what you mean. So that's permanently mapped to a button on the 3DS version. And the equivalent of using the up C button is to use the camera. That seems
0: a fair way to do it.
1: So that's what I'm saying. You don't really need to look.
0: but You either. need the item button. The, I, I see that as a valuable item button, because I only get three. If you give... Them take away up C from you and you have two item buttons yeah but
1: you don't have to look that often or use the bow you have usually got the bow map to one of the buttons just use the bow to look yeah i think it would be i just think it'd be better to have a button rather than have to use this joystick it's just it was just driving me mad because i kept i kept using the joystick to try and look around and i kept pulling out the ocarina or something and i was just like going
0: can you not uh, find a usb n64 controller yeah
1: probably and then it would feel then it would feel okay
0: But okay, so what I did is I wrote down some quality of life improvements, which I missed. But then you you doubled that number again when you added yours. This is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, there were a lot of changes.
0: (sighs) So one of the things that put me off when I first played it on N64, which isn't a problem now, if I'm honest, was the save mechanism. And I could only save and return to the beginning of the three day period or save with an L. And that was it.
1: I think it's quite interesting, that mechanics. I can't decide whether it was, I was thinking it might be a technical limitation, but now I'm actually just wondering if it was gameplay related, as in a game design concern that you couldn't just save whenever you wanted.
0: I've seen some reviews complain about the new save mechanism. They've saved, they've taken some things away from it because you don't have, it's not so demanding on the player now.
1: You don't have the same feel for the three day cycle yes. now that. You can permanently save anywhere in the cycle, whereas before you were you would always be playing through a full three days before you
0: could save. Also, with the three days, you can just close the and you can just cl- close the clamshell. Yeah, it's amazing. Something else you don't believe it's too, so much a um, a benefit for you, but having more item buttons seems like a.
1: I actually feel almost the opposite because there are only two physical item buttons, rather than three.
0: Is the touchscreen that painful? Yeah. So how many touchscreen item buttons do you get?
1: So there are two touchscreen item buttons that you can remap, and then the ocarina and the pictograph box are permanently mapped. But in, a, in the middle of a fight, you can't really easily just reach over and tap the touchscreen with a finger. It's not quite as responsive as pushing a physical button, so you never want to map anything important to the touchscreen. And you've only got really two responsive buttons you can press.
0: No, oh, that's fair enough. But were you ever caught out as a result in any boss battles?
1: Well, I think you just adapt to it. I mean, in the end, you often have to put on masks. So in the end, I just always put the masks on the touchscreen because you you rarely need to do that in a hurry. And then I would have, say, the hookshot or the bow on the physical buttons because you need those to be more responsive.
0: And you also mentioned, I know this, actually, you didn't need to mention it to me, is that the Bomber's Notebook is it's very different.
1: Yeah, it's much more detailed on the 3DS
0: almost the bomber's notebook is there on the on the n65 field. it's just a, it's just like to prompt
1: you i guess
0: even less than that though i don't i don't i can't find the words because it's it tracks things in the most minimal sense it's almost like a checkbox you've done this and you've not done that you may want to think about this whereas in the 3ds it's actually a tool for you where you can use it you would re- want to refer to it and it'll help you
1: It's funny, because I actually, in my memory, remember the notebook being much more detailed and much more helpful, and I remember looking at the 3DS notebook and going, oh, why have they made this so difficult? Like, I can highlight these bars, but it doesn't tell me what the person's doing at that time. I'm sure it did on the N64, and that was one of the reasons I asked for your save state, so I could go and see what the Bomber's notebook told me on the N64, and then I realised, this tells me nothing. This is completely like, there's a bar here, something's going to happen, like... Thanks, (laughs) Thanks, <laughs> yes. thanks a lot. I think I must have just had, I must have had to play it a lot more to really, really ingrain in myself what the schedule was for all the characters. I think, I think they probably were expecting you to actually just spend a whole cycle following characters around and figuring out what they were doing. People have got spoiled these days, you know. You know how there's like a quest market. There's it's just always pointing to finish the quest, go here, and it's just telling you exactly where to go. Or even in modern games, highlighting the path to walk there. And when we were playing The Division the other day and you have to find those viral scanners and it doesn't tell you where the next one is and suddenly we're all running around like of chickens going where do we go? What do we do? I don't understand. I've got five minutes. I'm meant to go somewhere but it's not telling me where to go. You know, We've all got lazy. And I think this is, this is an old school game. It's not going to tell you. It's expecting you to figure it out. One
0: of the things that frustrates me even in like, something dumb like COD is there's always a big yellow pointer with follow on who you're meant to follow. <laughs> if I don't know who I'm meant to follow, I mean, I shouldn't even been playing this game. And The Division, that's a great example. They should... You shouldn't have waypoints appearing in front of you. You should be able to know where you're going. Yeah, but we totally don't. What else is there? There is the...
1: I think one of the main improvements is the Song of Time. You can say exactly when you want it to take you to.
0: Can you imagine how that would work? You play the tune, and it a a selector comes up with. Yeah, that's literally
1: exactly what happens. So, the song of double time on the N64, I think, just warps you to the next night or the next day. On the 3DS, it will bring up a timeline, and you can say exactly what hour during that day or night you want it to take you to.
0: But always forwards.
1: Always forwards. You can never go back. You can only go back by resetting the cycle. But it does mean for some quests. I don't think you did this quest. So the the couple's quest which we mentioned, that one you have to do like a dozen things over the three day cycle and you can't really ever warp on the N64 because you'll end up missing one of the things, so you've just got to do the whole cycle in real time, whereas on the 3DS you can go right, the next thing's at four o'clock, so I'm going to go straight to four o'clock.
0: And you have to do it in the three day block as you well. You have
1: to do it over the three days. There's like a dozen things to do over the three days to reunite the couple.
0: Can we go ba- Sorry, can we go back? How is a save system different on the 3DS? So,
1: to be clear, on the N64, when you play the Song of Time and it takes you back to the start 3-day cycle, you can save the game. Permanently save the game. And there are owl statues on the N64, and when you use those, you can temporarily save the game. But it's like a, it's like a Dark Souls save, where when you reload that save, it deletes your save again. So, if you save an owl statue, reload your save game, and then reset the console, it will have taken you back to the start of the three-day cycle. So it's like a temporary save. The 3DS version, it never asks you to save when you reset the cycle. So resetting the three-day cycle doesn't save the game anymore. But any time you talk to an owl statue, it will save the game. Or you can save the game. And it's a permanent save. And then also, they added extra save points in. So the owl statues you can save at and you can warp to. They also added giant like quill pen statues. And those you can't warp to, but you can save. So at the start of every dungeon, there'll be one of these quill pen statues. And strategically scattered throughout the game as well, there'll be these quill statues.
0: Okay. You've also put down one more bottle. I don't know why how that make <laughs> necessarily makes things easier if you're not collecting the bottles. I, I think it's
1: <laughs> I think it's quite a funny thing because I don't think they added this bottle because they thought it was important to gameplay. I think they added this bottle because they realised the item screen was going to have an empty spot on it and they had to fill it with something like, oh, let's just shove a bottle in it. That's really all it is, but there are seven bottles instead of six.
0: And the other one is a stone mask. Did you make use of the stone mask?
1: I did. So, on the N64 version, the Pirate Fortress, which is the one where you're having all the trouble and losing your shit, you have to Metal Gear Solid style sneak through this fortress full of pirates and there is a mask that makes you invisible but you generally only find it's it kind of in the area that you have to go to after the pirate fortress so you often won't find it until later in the game and then it's only if you wanted to go back to the pirate fortress to clean up or tie up loose ends find heart pieces whatever that you'd have this mask on and it would become trivial you can just walk through it on the 3DS version they put that mask in the pirate fortress but it's not it's not super in your face it's not like you just walk through and they give you the mask it's hidden in the pirate fortress but it means that you have the opportunity to find it the first time round and you don't have to
0: do all the mgs style hiding behind corners and jumping out yeah that makes sense because why put it in somewhere later when you need it earlier
1: well no i mean I can see why they did it because it's there are many bits image or mask where you have to go back if you want to find all the heart pieces, or do all the things, get all the masks. So, I can see that they would want you to do it properly the first time round. And then later on, if you do want to backtrack and find a heart piece you missed, then you've got this mask now and you can do it. But people have shorter attention spans these days, maybe, I don't know. So they, they, they put it in where it's useful immediately. But if you hadn't played the game before, then you wouldn't necessarily actually know how to find the mask anyway. So it's not actually that much of a help unless you played the game before or looking at you're looking at a guide.
0: I think the last thing we had was So you can talk about it. What, this map my, changes. Yeah, I've no idea what this
1: is. Yeah, they, well, I think they have tweaked the game world very slightly. So it's broadly the same, but there are some things that they've just been thinking, oh, why do we do this? For example, whenever you're gonna reset the clock and go back to the start three day cycle, you lose all your items and all your money. So, what do you always do? You walk back to Clock Town, you go to the bank, you deposit all your money, and then you reset the clock. Just because they know you always do that, they just changed the design of Central Clock Town so that the banker is exactly opposite the warp in point. So, you can now warp in, walk to the banker, hand in your money, and then reset the clock rather than having to go and walk to a different area and then down the street and then whatever.
0: Okay, really, really, really small tangent, if you let me. Is there a secret for saving a lot of money with a banker? Yeah, there is. How much? Uh, five grand. What do you get? Piece of heart. It's fine. Fine, I can live without that. Do you have the big wallet? Two hundred. I got. There's a five hundred wallet. <sighs> well. How do I get that?
1: Uh, you have to go into a spider house and clear out the spider house
0: in the Great Bay. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You know, I I made a conscious decision not to go in there. That's when I got fucked off and I thought I'm not doing you. I'm not <laughs> doing you. I know what you're about. <laughs> I'm not doing you. Yeah, That sounds really weird out of context. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your personal experiences going back for the second time?
1: Yeah, it's funny. I remember it being a really great game. I remember really, really liking it. But it's actually a game that I couldn't go back and play easily because although I owned it on the N64, I didn't own the memory expansion pack for the 64. So I would actually borrowed someone else's N64 to play it
0: and not just expansion pack which i thought was weird but yeah <laughs> fine kids
1: Yeah, so i genuinely hadn't played it at all since my first playthrough yeah it's funny like i said the things i remember the things i don't i thought it held your hand a bit more i thought it gave you much more information i still think it's really clever i still really like the the mechanic of the three days and the schedules and the and the notebook but it's just it's just much clunkier I still don't think anyone's done anything like it since. But I guess it's a very specific, you know, you need some kind of mechanic and excuse for why you're warping back for a time loop. So
0: when you say clunkier, do you mean the controls are clunkier or the, the me- mechanics around it? If you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, a bit of both. I mean, well, the the controls are clunkier than I remember just because of the camera. And yeah, I mean things like the amount of exposition in the notebook. Who's doing what and when. you know It doesn't hold your hand that much, especially not
0: on the N64. So it's not as good as how you expected it to be or imagined it to be? It's much more frustrating,
1: I think, than I remember. I guess it's a function of how much time I've got, but yeah, there were certainly things I found very frustrating or unclear. Yeah, just lots of little things it's very unclear what i meant to do or it's like, oh, can I not go here because I'm doing it wrong or can I not do here because it's just really clunky and I'm meant to do it in some absurd way. Yeah, I'm not really sure how to articulate it better than that.
0: Are you trying to say it's... the game design is clunkier? Or clunky? Because quality of life elements are there now, I feel, for the 3DS, or from the sounds of it, at least.
1: I think it's just the amount of hand-holding you expect in a game has just gone way way up
0: it's gone through the roof
1: yeah and i think i'm just not used to it anymore thinking that oh i have to remember that this person's here or i have to follow this person around it's not going to just tell me when to do it i have to follow them around and figure out when to do it i don't know i think it might also just be that i just didn't take it as seriously it's almost like oh this is like a kid's game now rather than this is a game i need to take seriously
0: i think i share that problem
1: because say I, I'm trying to think exactly of an example but I
0: just I think if I compare my playthrough of Majora's Mask and Dark Souls you watch me f- pay attention to Dark Souls when I start it uh, exactly that's the example I was going to
1: go with as well but I was thinking oh I can't constantly refer to Dark Souls right? But... no I think in many ways they're not that different they're both action RPGs well maybe that's the only similarity they're both action RPGs with bosses they're both kind of sandboxy and they both don't hold your hand I guess So maybe there are more similarities than than it's initially apparent.
0: I guess there's a lot of... I say hype. Hype about how Dark Souls doesn't hold your hand so you respect it more in that regard.
1: It it might actually just be one of those things where at the time Majora's Mask came out, it was seen as a dark and edgy Zelda game. And with slightly more grown-up themes about it's the end of the world, or these people are dying, and you're trapping their souls in these masks, and it's quite messed up if you think about it. And you would have naturally taken it more seriously back then, whereas now it's on a kid's handheld, and it's all brightly coloured. You don't think about it the same way, and that act of not taking it as seriously is why I'm expecting to have my handheld, and it's really not. I I don't know what to say. I did I enjoy it. I mean I did enjoy it, but. Did I enjoy it as much as I thought I would? No. And you?
0: No. But I genuinely believe if I had the 3DS version, I would have enjoyed it as much as I thought. It's one of those things. Rose-tinted glasses gives you that, right? You imagine things to be better. How I remembered it was Ocarina of Time, but better. But actually, Ocarina of Time, but better isn't that great in 2016.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Things have actually come on a long way, and you look back at it with nostalgia, but you know, would I rather play Majora's Mask or Dark Souls? Yeah, Dark Souls. Even if you want a dark and interesting story, Dark Souls has still got you covered there. Having said that, it's a good game still, and it's still a good Zelda game. It's quite different.
0: You've bought me. I say you bought me. I'll pay you back. I've paid you back. Yeah, you have paid me back already. Twilight Princess HD, so I'm interested to know, or see for myself whether that will be as good as I expect it, remember it to be.
1: Actually, Twilight Princess HD, it's a funny one. Is it an HDing of the Wii version or of the GameCube version?
0: I assume it will be of the Wii version.
1: Yeah, that's what, what I'm wondering, because they're number one, they're flipped. Like, one of them, Link, is left-handed, the other, he's right-handed. And the main thing I'm wondering is, do you swing the sword by waggling something, or do you press a button?
0: Surely you must press a button.
1: Because the Wii version, you had to swing the remote to swing the sword. And I wonder which one they're going to do.
0: I don't think they, they map the... I don't think it's... Surely it's just a module. They just pull it out and put, put the other one in.
1: Well, that's what I'm curious about. I'm I'm really curious. I think they've done it off the GameCube version because I think everyone's looking back and realising waggling your arms, this is not compelling. This is just annoying. My main memory of Twilight Princess is wow, I wish I could swing the sword by pushing a button.
0: Yeah, I share that.
1: So this is one of those things about games aging. And I don't know what point I'm quite trying to make here in relation
0: to Majora's Mask. The point you're making...
1: How has it aged?
0: It depends. It really depends. Because if you want it to be great, then you'll be disappointed. Which is what you expected.
1: I I feel sad that I didn't enjoy it as much. It just... Yeah, it just feels like it's not quite there. It feels like, I guess I'm just more critical now or my expectations are higher. It's funny when you look back and go, oh, games were better in the olden days. But then to actually realise that they really weren't (laughs) and to to think it's not as fleshed out as it would be if you were to make it today. Maybe that's the reason no one will make a game like that today, because people's expectations are just higher and it would just be so difficult to do.
0: Well, let's see for Zelda NX, Zelda whatever. Yeah, I think I want to come back to you once I've played Twilight Princess HD and tell you whether I just need a remastered version of these games. That'll answer whether I would have enjoyed the Majora's Mask HD or 3DS version. So what's left to say? Oh, the story? This is all you. I don't really know. I guess one of the
1: interesting things about it at the time was that the story was quite dark, especially for a Zelda game. And... It almost seems like it's purgatory, it's the afterlife. I think this is quite a popular fan theory that Link is dead and this is this is purgatory.
0: So he has no fairy.
1: He's got no fairy. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. Like you walk into a tree stump or a cave and you're going through this weird cavern and then you suddenly appear in the middle of a clock tower.
0: He has nothing with him. He would have had stuff.
1: He would have had the bow and all the I don't know. Or the slingshot at least. Like it makes no sense. I think also probably people just didn't care that much back then. Continuity and story. The Zelda games actually have never been particularly story-heavy, or well, the story's never been that important. They're all very disconnected. It's only recent that they've tried to tie them all together in this grand timeline, and it's just come out as slightly insane.
0: Have they tried to tie it together, or have fans really tried to do that?
1: I think, well, fans tried to do it for a long time, and then Nintendo came out with an official timeline as a result, which does kind of make sense, but only if you put a bunch of forks in and say, oh, these alternate timelines tie together because of time travel. That was it, really, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, but I really wanted to say something about fucking remakes but I think I've said enough I, didn't need to, I don't need to talk about Baldur's Gate and that anymore we will just say Ting has changed his stance but I think I already announced it already You, you
1: basically mind. decided that if you were going to do it again you would play the remake
0: Yeah you should tell me so when Bioshock Remaster comes out on the PS4 you should tell me to get it and not play
1: Wait you've played Bioshock right?
0: No it's is, on the list Is that a 95? Yes
1: uh, I I would give the first half, sorry, tangent It's like, we should need a tangent alarm <laughs> Tangent, been... tangent, emergency, evasive
0: action, tangent You need to um take that out as a clip so we can chuck it in wherever
1: <laughs> I would give the first half of Bioshock 95 I would give the second half of Bioshock like 78 86 maybe
0: 86 is fine 86, yeah, 86 But same for Infinite though Nothing really happens in the middle half. It's just all. Oh,
1: I would give. I would give the first eighty uh, percent. I would give all of Infinite, other than the ending, eighty-ish, and I would give the ending ninety-five.
0: No, the setup is good. Like when you don't know anything, and the bit world building is good. The ending to Infinite is fucking
1: amazing. was totally like, oh my god, <laughs> this is a work of genius. It's it's the Infinite. Infinite is Bioshock turned on its head. If you feel like the, the payoff to Infinite was all at the end, the payoff to Bioshock was definitely... This is a super tangent. Forget this. Allow this. Sorry. Let's go back to... <laughs> when you pick Bioshock as the book club game, we can talk about
0: <laughs> Yes. That's quite short as well. So I've heard.
1: 15? Oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, whatever. It's less than 20.
0: We can do that one.
1: Yeah, we can do that one.
0: I'm all for remasters and remakes. Keep making them, bastards. Don't call them bastards thing. That's not fair. Let's keep making them, guys.
1: To wrap up this episode, you are now pro-remakes.
0: Pro all the way.
1: And I have realised, roast into glasses, maybe they're not as good as I remember.
0: Oh, we're both learning, which is a surprise because Sir Michael knows everything. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. I, I I feel slightly sad now. I feel like some small part of me has died. But such is the price of progress.
0: Good, we're learning, we're progressing. Can we finish?
1: I feel like there needs to be some closure about Majora's Mask. I don't know. I don't know. I feel slightly sad for, for it not being quite as good as I remember. It is by no means a bad game. It is by no means a bad game. It just doesn't live up to my lofty expectations of probably the best game ever or best Elder game ever. It's just quite a good game.
0: I feel this is what I get for being a cheap bastard. It's not your fault. Majora's Mask. Not so, Michael. Yeah, because you played the emulated version yeah can I say that publicly
1: I don't know what else would you say I
0: played it on an
1: you you played it on an N64
0: undisclosed platform
1: (laughs) everyone's seen you doing a save state on Twitch actually that's a lie no one watched it
0: (laughs) (laughs) do they have archives
1: (laughs) only if you turn it on which you didn't yay yeah but there's going to be this podcast recording it so it's fine you can just pretend you borrowed my physical copy and dumped it
0: And that's okay? No. No, because I have to own the physical copy. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Whatever. Let's just say it's a grey area. And that's it. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yay! We were Lost Levels Club. We still are Lost Levels Club. You can get in touch with us on email.
1: ting at
0: lostlevels.club. And we're on Twitter. At Lost Levels Club. And we're on Reddit. Slash r slash Lost Levels Club. And you can watch a stream on Twitch, as Lost Levels Club. And that is it. And that is it. That is everything. Sorry, Hover. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.